the gods giveth and taketh away. But, oh, this 4th of July, the fireworks are going off. I'm one of the hosts, Brendan Peterman. Lewis, I'm back. Or is it Fonda today? Yeah, I know. Had a little wedding to go to. Uh, Father-in-law married a very nice lady up in Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. So we went, we went, we came, we conquered, we're back. And I'm glad to be back. And of course, as soon as I leave, right, that's the time where Brendan sends out the text like, hey, man, we got a pod today. <laughs> I'm on the road driving with two kids. Uh, don't think that's going to happen. So I'm glad that Troy was able to answer the bat signal for yes, us. Uh, thank step you in. very much again, Troy. I uh, loved it. It was it was a lot of fun to do. I yeah. I, I, I missed Lewis. I actually I, I wish the three of us could have combined yeah. on that. It would have been very fun. Considering that the three of us have been calling for this for a year, it's it's yeah. We we knew it was moving. We knew there was going to be seismic shifts. We just didn't know it was going to be right now. And once you know, once the first domino fell with the early conference realignments that we covered, uh, I guess two pods ago now. That yeah, it, it's all really starting to move in motion. So you and Troy are going to be part one, and then uh, you and I are going to record today. And we'll call this part two. So let, let's get after it. I have to start off on something because you gave me props previously on our previous pod that you and I did together. And now, now I have another analogy. The divorce has been expedited between Mm -hmm. the big 12 and Oklahoma and Texas. But now all the other adults realize, Oh wait, I can make an upgrade too. Bye-bye. See you later. Uh, My analogy would be like, the divorce has gone through and like the truck has pulled up to like pull away half your assets, right? Load that Jeep. That's his leave the Mercedes. That's for her. You know, like they're splitting the stuff like out on the front lawn. That's no, what I'm talking like. about the, the, the couple's best friend. Cause I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the couple's best friend. Couple, now decides, I want a couple that. friends. Like you, you don't do yeah. the third, fifth wheel stuff. I mean, yeah, there's they, always they, that they one outlier person, but You're now right. it's trickling into other people's relationships. Well, if they can be happy apart, we can be happy apart. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it has, sure. yeah, it, it's, it's become a absolute dumpster fire. And if there's anything I like watching more than a train wreck, it's a dumpster fire. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to start with the news that I hear because I'm local here in the Texas area. The big news coming out today, at least in the, in the local spot, is that the Big 12 is trying to add Pac-12 schools. If you remember back around 2011 or 12, somewhere in that range, I'm a little bit uh, shoddy on the the years. You're epically close, I think. But Oklahoma and Texas, and I believe, or or Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or some sort of package like that, those four schools were going to go west to join the Pac-12. Well, now it looks like we're doing the opposite 10 years later. It looks like the Big 12, after adding the four schools uh, next month, which once again, let's cover those. That's Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, and who am I missing? Houston. Cincinnati, BYU. Houston. Houston. There we go. Houston. My apologies. Yeah, the Cougars are going to be all over my ass now. I'm sorry. (laughs) Once you add those four, now you're at 14 schools. Well, the big report today is that the Big 12 is going after six Pac-12 schools. Now, the way you and I think. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, they're – Two of them are not in that group, but might be, right? Right, right. So here's the first thing. Here's the first report I want to talk about. They're trying to add six Pac-12 schools. Well, if you add your 10, right? Or no, you add your eight. They're going to be 12 now. 
Yeah, yeah. They're going to be the Big 12 again. Right. They lose four. They had 14. If you think of it that way, then minus Oklahoma, Texas, now you're back to 12. If you're trying to add six schools, then the magic number that you and Troy talked about, 20, I don't know if 20 is the number. It might actually be 18. Because if they add those six schools, now they're at 18 schools. I think everyone's going to want to stick around seven to eight conference games. I don't think they want to go all the way up to 10 or 11. You lose too much revenue from playing the cupcakes. Uh, I, I don't, I'll, I'll get into this in a second because there's a part okay. of this that I know so, why they're doing this now. Because we talked about how the SEC would be 16 schools and that they would, they would create a model of, you know, pods of four playing each other kind of thing. I think 18 might actually sound about right because then you're playing eight, eight per side, eight per division. And then if you get rid of the, like, it has to be from this side and it has to be from this side, it can just be whoever has the best conference record. You know, you can play it off that way, or you can just take one from the East, one from the West, or however you want to call the divisions. I don't care. And then you play each other in your, your title game. It's going to be interesting. I think 18 sounds right, but it's all about money, right? We've talked about the green. They might just go up to 20 and just say, screw it. We're going to play nine games and the winner is the winner. Let me, let me jump in on this. Um, the Fox deal for the Pac-12 is being negotiated in the next two months. Oh, wow. If the Big 12 can absorb these teams, they get the Fox money. Uh, oh, they, can, they can then, and they now will have a big They have a home. Yep. So if they can become the Big 18, Big 20, you know what? I, I think I like Troy's idea from last time. Just scrap the numbers. If you're going to be the Pac-12 and the Big 12, just merge and call it the Big West. We're okay with yeah, that. I'm okay with that. It's literally called the SEC and the ACC. That's it. They're perfect. It's perfect. Athletic my, my, conference. My idea when I, before we even got on the pod, or I got on the pod with Troy, was I wanted the Big Ten to become the Coast to Coast Conference now. I, I actually love that idea. That was a great idea, Coast to Coast Conference. It's very simple. Everyone understands the, yeah. you know what I mean? You could even write C2C on, on all your logos. Yep. We get it. We get it. We totally yep. understand. Yep. Um, but it's, it's and, and again, and yeah. it's not my quote, but anything and everything is always about money. But I mean, aren't we kind of, no matter what the conferences are called, let's just say, let's, let's walk down the road just a minute. Okay. The Big Ten absorbs a bunch of teams. They're going to be called the Big uh, whatever, some new conference name. Okay. Yep. Then you have the ACC taking those schools and maybe sticking as the ACC, maybe not, kind of being like a big conference. There's a report out that Clemson, Miami, and, uh, and Florida State are actively talking to the SEC. So that means there's a fourth team out there that, that's going to have to right. be there. That could be interesting because they actually – put up a new model for how they're going to run their conference championships for the next two years, which I actually like the model. I thought it was very interesting, but my point is they're kind of getting poached over there on the East coast, you know, Atlantic coast kind of thing. You have the sec, you have the big 12 pac 12 kind of joining this weird conference and you kind of have this other part of the country. Did we not just say go 32 teams in each region, North, South, East, West, we called that. And that's what it kind of looks like it's going to form out to be. It's going to be four mega conferences. Is it so? Is it going to be four? I think it's going to be four. I mean, I've read three articles in the past two days that say the ACC is going to be dead. But if the Pac-12 is gone, maybe it's just all the remaining conferences join up and do something weird. You never know. I mean, it's 
we don't know until the dust is finally settled. Well, I mean, if, if let's say they get to 18 or 20, right. they're done expanding. I don't think you can go beyond 20. Not, no, not, not right now. That would mean that, and again, we're, we'll get to this in a second, but there's one school that's going to trigger some other stuff. And that is, that's where I am. So, okay. so my big thinking is if you're the big 12 and you have everything that you have now and you want to go after the six pack 12 schools, the four that are mentioned specifically, this is how the article reads, the four mentioned specifically is Arizona, Arizona state, Utah, Colorado, you know, picking Colorado back up off the old big 12. You still got BYU that keeps the Utah thing going. Arizona, Arizona state, obviously keep the rivals there. You know, you pick up those four, now you're at 16. That doesn't look so bad. That actually looks pretty good. But then it also says other schools that could be in play is Washington and Oregon. You have reports that Oregon's not going to talk to the Big 12. Uh, well, there's one guy in all of sport that I believe can dictate one university do one thing. It's fair. His name's, his name's Phil Knight. Phil Knight, that's right. He the might Oregon own a alum. company called... Oh, I don't know. Is it Nike? 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 Yeah, when my son misbehaves, I threaten to send him to the Nike sweatshops in China. Um, so, yeah, I kind of know I kind of know what I'm talking about here. Uh, it is said that Phil Knight has flat out said, you are joining the Big Ten, which means he's probably talking to some Big Ten people going, you are going to take Oregon. We don't care about Washington. And you go get, that'll get him if, if, if Notre Dame can package themselves with Oregon to come into the Big Ten, they have to take it. Now, the other yeah. side of the Big Ten there, I think Notre Dame is trying to negotiate that Stanford get it. Right, yeah. I think Notre Dame would feel more comfortable pulling in Stanford as a rival rather than Oregon. There's no real history there. Well, but again, but, but. they're going to be at 16. Um, so, to make so sure I get this right. Four, that would be three. Now, do you demand Washington or do you go for a school like Clemson? Hmm, that's a great question. And, uh, and again, I mean, that's it, it, you're going so fast, my brain can't keep up right now. I, and, um, I, and I'm trying to slow that down. I know we're well, not trying to have a huge pod, but you, you know, well, Big Ten, Big Ten is currently before you add USC and UCLA, that's 14, right? Mm-hmm. You add USC, UCLA, that's now 16. So, in your mind, the real answer is do you want to add two or do you want to add four? Now, the thing that I've noticed with all these adding ons is do you want to add two elite schools or do you want to add two elite schools and two mediocre schools? That's something I'm interested in because well, I, I, think I, think Washington's, I, just, I, I think I just touched on that. Yeah. But I'm just saying like Arizona state, Arizona, Washington, like pretty mediocre, right? I mean, you take the Seattle, you take the Seattle market by taking Washington, but other than that, it's just a money grab, but this is all money grabs. So does it really matter? My biggest problem with this is not, just that it's who's getting kicked out. And I genuinely mean this, like that's, and, and that's a great segue into this. I don't think all the SEC schools are going to stick. I think Vandy's getting booed at some point. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I know. I know. But what I'm saying is, is there's, I, I don't think Missouri sticks. I don't think the big 10 wants Nebraska anymore. I know it's a, a money drive, but like, I don't think they want them. I think there's a, a bad marriage there. Would you keep a school like Illinois that hasn't done Jack, you know, like, I mean, there's, I mean, when you're talking college football, like we do, yeah, they haven't done Jack. But when you start talking other sports, specifically okay. basketball, the Illinois, Kansas, UConn, uh, Baylor's of the world. Right. I mean, 
that's where you both right now. I mean, they're, they're actually yeah, so, both those but my point is you, you start thinking those factors then you go, well, I don't know, maybe we should hold on to Illinois. So that's going to be, I think you're right. That's the next big question. Are you bringing in teams and kicking teams out? Or are you just bringing in teams trying to hit 18 or 20? That's where I think that's going to happen. Because if you remember uh, the big East kicked out temple for yeah, lack of production. That. And I mean, if somebody's that shitty for that long, I mean, it could happen. And Vandy hasn't True. done Jack and, 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 since Franklin left. The hardest but, I mean, part about kicking out Vanderbilt is, you know, if we're, if we're still back into this, if I'm going to play devil's advocate or I'm going to play the, the, you know, proper NCAA with their student athlete moniker, Vanderbilt is a private school that brings in really great academics. And that, if you want to play under that ploy, and I know you're kind of shaking your head, but you're right. Like, if we're going to stick with that whole ploy of like academics are important, then you don't kick out a private school, right? right. As a Big Ten follower, you pull in USC, UCLA, you're at 16. What is your dream scenario for the future Big Ten Conference? What do you want to see on the board? If we go to 20, and let's just assume that's going to – that, that okay. seems to, like we said, the magic number, Troy hit yeah. it on the head. But you're currently at 16. farther than that, but yeah. Okay. So 20. Okay, folks. 20 you can do four groups of five. You could. I like that better. And I'm sorry, but if you do four groups of five and you keep it like that seven-eight game, you can do a conference semifinal and you can do a conference final. Nobody's going to complain. Yeah, that's a good point. And especially with all those teams and all those different markets, nobody's going to complain. It also gives people a shot. Now, let's say your division sucks. You end up eight yeah. and four. You're not right. in the national title picture, but you could make a run. And let's say if, if they set it up right, where the conference champion goes into the national playoff, you now have an, a basketball feel on the football field. Yeah, but I mean – you know, you think in a conference as strong as the Big Ten or the SEC, I don't see how someone eight and four in a group, four groups of five is going to make it. I mean, you have to be a 10 and two, right? I mean, it's a minimum 10 win team, right? Just thinking uh, out I loud. Think if it's if it's separated in those divisions, there's going to be a crappy division every year. There's going to be a crappy division, but to make it through the, the NAC, to make it through your own conference semifinal, through your conference final, you might make it, but you might not make the playoff is my thought process. You might make a higher. No, what goal. I'm saying is if they win the conference title, they're guaranteed. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see how TV contracts. I just, I'm, that's my dream. That is. Oh my, yeah. yeah. Like, that's your is, dream. Okay. I got I, you. I want to listen. Sure. I want a little bit right. of organized chaos here. I don't want to, I don't want to poo poo your idea because I asked for your opinion and that's just wrong, but um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, 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 get I, I see it. what you're saying. It I gives it, it a, a, it feels like a more level playing field for the, smaller schools within your own conference yes yes i don't right, think so, it would happen i don't think they would actually win the two games so you want 20 so you yeah. want 20 you have usd ucla who are your other four if you're if you're going to add four so we're, we're at 16 we figured that out I, i'm assuming if notre dame's talking then that means it's going to get done and, and it, it's the okay. one that makes sense so notre dame will be 17 notre dame will be 17 i i mean i have a little bit of a round here where i would remove a team or two from the big 10 but i'm going to leave that alone for right now yeah. Um. Because I. I mean, I, Rutgers hasn't done shit for us. I'm sorry, they haven't. Right. But okay, I gotta go back out west because I gotta assume Oregon's coming. Now that I read that report again, the most no. controlling guy in all of sport. Right. Phil Knight. So, so I've got I've got Notre Dame and Oregon. I read a report that said Notre Dame is really trying to cling to Stanford, but I don't right. like that one as much. 
But again, it gives you another metropolitan area of San Francisco, Oakland. So, okay, I'm going to use Stanford. The next one, again, I keep clinging to it, but I think it's UConn. UConn? There's a better Northeastern presence with UConn than there is with Rutgers. I'm sorry. I know people all over New England and all over New York that went to UConn. Right. I don't meet to, I've never, when I lived there, I didn't meet too many people that ever went to Rutgers. Maybe, right. so maybe on say, one hand. So you got USC, UCLA, right? Yes. You add the Notre Dame, Oregon powers mm-hmm. to be, who was your fifth one? Add Stanford. Yep. Right. To grab the, the market. Yep. What if I were to just say outright, go ahead and add Washington so you have more of a West Coast presence, drop Rutgers, add UConn, you're at 20. Would you take that? I would take that, and I think that's a possibility. I really do. Yeah, it is. It is very much possible. I mean, my, my, other, my other scenario that's, that's a little weirdish, mm-hmm. I'll take Washington and, and – or I'm sorry, I'll take Oregon and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would actually – I would go back to your old roots – and like try to do more rivals for, for certain people. Um, I would try to poach pit and okay. I would, oh. and I would, and I would gauge West Virginia's viability. Yeah. So that, that was going to be the next one. If, if you start thinking big 12 pack 12 combining, does West Virginia literally just get left out in the cold? And well, they're already in the big 12, out. but yeah. I don't, I don't, but I'm saying they might just leave if they right. make it work out a certain way. See, if I'm, the Big 12. Well, who would you like for me to speak about? The Big 12, Pac-12, or the SEC? I think the Big 12, Pac-12 has already decided. I, I, okay, I but I'm saying yeah. you're a big you're a Big 10 follower. I follow both Big 12 and SEC. Which one would you prefer? Oh, I go SEC, to? by all means. Take that. SEC. Okay. So the SEC currently has 14. You're adding Texas, Oklahoma, right? So that's your 16 yep. right away. Let's say Notre Dame does get taken off the table like that. Yep. Right. Notre Dame's off the table. If they're, if they're even talking to the Big Ten, Lewis, that to me means it's done yeah, because yeah. it was never they couldn't get past the conversation. So you have other you have other places that have already reached out and it looks like the Big 12 Pac-12 is in talks with each other. That's going to merge into a weird little amoeba out there. Um, it looks like the Big Ten's picking up those schools. They're going to pick up a few more. If I'm the SEC, I want to focus on that East Coast side. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm trying to go after four schools on the, on the East to make it 20, if I really want 20. Now, if you don't really want 20, then this is where you have to decide, do you want to take two good schools or do you want to take two good schools and two mediocre schools? If I'm going to take two and make it 18, I'm going to keep it the way it is, I'm adding Oklahoma and Texas on the West and on the East, I am going to shoot for Florida State, even though they're down a little bit, and Clemson, yep. taking both of them. Yep. Now, if you want to go 20 on that East Coast, your play should be Clemson, North Carolina, Florida State, and the U. Just swallow them all up. You, make can't, it get, you can't get North Carolina that way. Might be able to. You're going to take some school on the East. Doesn't matter if it's I, North I don't, Carolina. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm telling you Virginia right now, Tech, you're not getting somewhere. North Carolina without taking Duke. Maybe, maybe not. You're right. But I, that's that's that was okay. actually I read two different articles that touched on that. They are not. So let's say, OK, let's say North Carolina is a, a package deal. Why don't you just go for all the Carolinas? Clemson, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Duke. Just forget the Florida schools. I'm just saying there's I, a way to get not, I, I mean, if I'm if, if this is football driven, I'm going Florida State, Miami, Clemson. Those are all story programs. 
Yeah, you take those three and you take a fourth school to add in. Right. When you're picking the fourth, I would actually go poach from another league altogether, and I would go for Baylor. Go for Baylor from the Big 12. Yeah, you could do that. You could add Big 12 or Baylor from the Big 12. They they jump. They They could jump. I'd either either do Baylor or Oklahoma State. But why would Baylor or Oklahoma State move when they're going to add into the Pac-12? They're not scared of any Pac-12 teams coming in. They're going to still be – Near the top of the conference. Yeah, I know. It's all about green. Listen, the television deal has to be made. And if it's made and it's lucrative, those teams are not leaving. But the problem is, is now the ACC is the poachable conference. I mean, that, and I never thought I was going to be able to say that. I I knew it might happen. Right. But it is now the weakest conference. The Big 12? No, the ACC. Well, I don't know. I think the Pac-12 is kind of reeling right now. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm assuming it's dead. I'm assuming it's dead. If you assume that one's dead, then yeah, ACC is the next one to be poached at. You're right. I, I get that. But the Pac-12 is literally on life support right now. And it's oh, not. No, they're not going to survive. They're not. I don't think I they mean, will if, either. If six other teams are going to leave, then they're dead. So, you know. Let's let's segue off of this. And I know we want to try and keep this short because we have part one, part two. But we've already gone a little bit of time here. What happens to all the group of five schools and all of their moving? I know it's all kind of irrelevant right now, but – does the group of five schools get together and go, okay, enough. We're going to all merge into one big conference or what is your thinking? If you're a conference USA commissioner or a a athletic American athletic conference commissioner, or, you know, the WAC. If if I'm them, I still still play the cupcake games and make my money. Okay. I get all of those conferences as you're, as you're saying, and I say, okay, well, we're not going to do just bowl games. We're going to do a 16-team playoff. Ooh. We're never getting invited up now. It's yeah. not going to happen. Not going to happen now. Not going to happen now. Would you make an eight-team playoff to start just to try eight amongst those conferences? Sure. I would, do, I would, I would jump the shark on 16 to, to yeah. make it inclusive and try to generate excitement and generate revenue. But, like, I would – I. I hate to say this, but I, I'd start playing like I'm triple A baseball. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And every, yeah. and and now with NIL and now with, with how easy it is to transfer those good guys that are freshmen and sophomores on those teams aren't sticking there the next year. No. They're going to get called. Up. Yeah. And you're going to see guys transfer down. So they get the limelight so they can get caught. Like it's going to be year to year. And I mean, yeah. I, I could see where a guy goes to, let's say Alabama, Sit, rides the pine, realizes he's going to be the fifth running back for three, four years, goes to uh, Marshall, right? runs for 2,500 yards, catches for another 1,000, and Clemson calls him back up. And goes to Clemson. Yeah. And goes to Clemson. Like it's, it, I, I think we're going to see this. And there's going to be NIL deals left, right, and center. Please don't so, tell me that Arch Manning got any less than $10 million. You know, I, it just right. all that kind so, of stuff. I'm going to analogize what's happening with the smaller schools and well, with all of this conference realignment, I'm going to analogize this real quick. My wife used this analogy for something else, but I, I think it applies here. This is the equivalent of saying, hey, we have some guests coming over this weekend. Brendan, you're coming to my house this weekend. Right. So my wife is going to say, hey, Brendan's coming over. We should clean the house. And then. We don't clean the house, forget to do it, or we get busy, or we get sidetracked with whatever. And then Brendan shows up Friday afternoon, walks in the house at four o'clock. I hand him a beer, 
And I tell him to sit on the couch. And while he's sitting on the couch, having a nice cold adult beverage, I start cleaning the house. And he's looking around going, what the hell are you doing? That is the best analogy I've ever heard of all this. It feels like it's all these great ideas set in motion prematurely and nothing is set up right. We would hope that you would clean the house before your guests enter. And unfortunately, it is just mad chaos. And it will not, like you said, this will not stop. This has now become, like you said, if there's ever a time where we can say the NCAA is just a feeder system into the NFL, now is the time. I, I from this yeah. moment forward. Yep. And, and I mean, is. again, I, I, I kind of made this analogy of the couples thing, but let me, this, this is something that happened. I'm not going to obviously give names because that would betray the male trust. And this is not a male, female thing, folks. It's just what happened. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends in, in a, a solid foursome got divorced. Well, one of my other friends was in a marriage as well. And after like a whole year of golfing where this one guy heard how happy the other guy is because the new woman is doing this for him and this for him. And I'm not talking sex. I just mean like making him happy. Yeah. A better relationship. Happier life, happy relationships. Well, the next year we heard it from the other guy because he decided to go ahead and do it. And that's, yeah. that's you. I love your analogy. That's yeah. mine. Like yeah, everybody's sure. doing it. Everybody's happier. Okay. All right. Call my lawyer. I mean, yeah. I that's, and That's the sad part is some of these schools or conferences are going to get a divorce. And then three years from now, they're going to be looking around and going, I'm so lonely. I thought it was going to be fun over here. I thought the grass was going to be greener. Well, to finish out one more analogy, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Sometimes you just got to water your grass at home. Right. right? Make it right. green. So it's going to be interesting. It's all going to play out. Well, hey, there's co-host Brendan Peterman. I'm co-host Louis Fano. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Glad we were able to knock out Wild Wild West Part 2 here. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know who's never getting married? Ooh, hold on. I got this one. I got this one. Um, Luxembourg. Fucking Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, those guys. Screw them. All right, man. Have a good one. You bet. You bet.